Coming up, <laughs> CCH Pounder, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, hello, Brody Foster Hubbard on the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Well, guess what, CCH? We talk about games. We talk about sandwiches, the world's best sandwich, which exists in the world's shittiest location. <laughs> I think it couldn't be shittier from what I have seen. I, and, and bear in mind, I've never been to Atlantic City. I have only seen and heard tales of Atlantic City. I don't think Atlantic City could be shittier if it was like in a big puddle of shit, like in a sewage treatment plant that is just processing raw sewage all the time. We talk about family. Me familia. You familia. No, you familia. Do we talk about my family? I don't know if we talk too much about my family. I sprung fully formed from the head of Zeus. I make the greatest Galileo joke ever. Uh-huh. You make a Galileo joke. We talk with stand-up comedian, podcast host, and dork, Jackie Cation. And fudge pusher. Not fudge packer. She made me eat a bunch of fudge. She made me. She offered me fudge. She placed fudge in proximity to my face, and then I ate it. So tune in to find out where to get your best Broadway bootlegs. Where do you get this, man? Find out on the Shaky Town Radio Hour. The Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Uh, sitting down with us today. Hello, is, it's me, Jackie Cation. It's Jackie Cation. There you go. Hi, How's Jackie. See, so you have you have your own podcast, so you know you you just want to jump right in. You know that you right. know the drill. I do that morning radio thing. Like right. I find myself doing it where I'm like I'm sitting here with uh, to my left uh, Doug Benson. You're Welcome fine. to the program. <laughs> and then he goes hi, and I'm like all right. I mean that's what I'm, I've I've just I've done it the last couple episodes, and it does sound queer. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I kind of don't like it. So, but I it's usually me and two people who don't know what. Uh, I'm thinking because they're not inside my head, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's it's taken me a very very long time to not to assume that everyone else knows what I'm thinking, <laughs> right? And uh, and the other thing I'm always assuming is that people are thinking of me. They aren't and for most Whoa, for the I most part. <laughs> for the most part, what? they're not thinking about me at all. What? It turns out, yeah, they're thinking about themselves. They're thinking about me. They might be. They might just be thinking about you, Gene. Do you remember when the Catholic Church uh, came out against that scientist um, and insisted we lived in a Haitian-centric universe? I don't. I was thinking Galileo. That's which, uh, that's the name. See, that joke would have worked a lot better if I remembered Galileo's name. Okay, 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 okay. I There you go. Let's diagram this joke, shall we? <laughs> let's. Um, no. Uh... Wow. What's next? Huh? Let's know. talk about I the Catholic Church. I think we're done, dude. I think, nice. I think we're going to go out on a high note. This awesome. is uh, welcome to Shaky Town Hour, which has lasted three minutes. And we're done. <laughs> and we're done. Now, Jack- Jackie, this is not our first uh, podcast dance together. Because I was on your show. I feel at a disadvantage. Yeah. Right, right. You were on Talking Wrestling, if I remember correctly. Not just, not just any wrestling. But fantasy, fantasy wrestling. wrestling, fantasy wrestling. I still role play. refer. I still refer to that episode. I got to get you back on on the yeah. pre-recorded one because I like the idea. 
Where, because I've had several wrestling dorks on. I think you were the beautiful wrestling dork that talked about sending away when you were a kid. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay, you had the wrestling magazines when you were a child. You would do your stats and your character. Uh, you would you diagram it out, send it in a package to somebody mm-hmm. with like three bucks, right? And then they would send you back your bout. Yes. And then oh, you would so have you to write like- up. You did, like, play-by-mail wrestling? That's I thought I thought it was just some with buddies or something. No, oh, you actually did, like, I, PBM wrestling. Yes, this was before uh, I did the internet wrestling as a, a Right, before age. almost the internet. Yeah, right? yeah before absolutely. there were Because now there's boards, right? Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. just do it. Sure. And they'll give you bouts. And then, now, I've tried to explain this to people, where you would write how the bout goes, and then the other person writes how the bout goes, and then some a third party reads both of those bouts and then decides who wins, or no? Well, no, they would pick... Uh, uh, we would each person would pick their moves, their maneuvers, and based uh, on that, it would go sort of lay them on top of each other yeah. in a football-like strategy yeah. and see if you were blocked at any point. Pretty much. My dad had that had that video game. It was a the, one of the first video games. It was, all it was is a piece of film, and there were like a stack of oh, ten yeah. defense yeah, 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 yeah. and ten offense. It was from from the forties or something. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of and there's a lot of games that uh, let's just go we'll go completely. We can game we talk. We can talk games. I'm I'm equipped to do, to do that thing. To discuss. Well, it was fascinating. The whole the whole um, the whole wrestling thing was was out of. I had never even known that there was fantasy wrestling yeah. to that level. Uh, yeah, neither. Had, well, okay. Uh, well, let me my uh, full disclosure. My background in games is uh, I wandered into a game store when I was nine, eight or nine. Bought some miniatures. Hung out at that game store. Worked at that game store from the time I was about. I hung out from the time I was about 10 to the time I was about 15 and started working at a game store. I mean, we're talking about... We're That's talking a about commitment. Stink, You're in. nerdy game store. Yeah, yeah. Um, my competitor's castle in Reseda, which became the game zone in Chatsworth, which may or may not still be around, known by different folks. But um, And did conventions and stuff. Um, you know... Um, That's re- much more cred than I ever did. I played video games in college yeah. to the tune of I almost... I stopped playing them. I was spending 70 bucks a week on video games uh, when wow. I first moved. In, in to, quarters. In quarters. And uh, and then I met a guy who spent his entire student loan <laughs> on video games. And I was like, note to self, we want to continue to attend school. So then I uh, just sort of made friends with the guy working at the arcade oh. and uh, clickety-click, click-click, got some free games. Realized later, much later, like, probably five years ago I could have dated that guy that guy liked me oh yeah yeah I had no idea completely oblivious yeah, I, mean, I, I wandered through my entire adolescence completely 20s uh, <laughs> much of my 30s going what is happening do men like me they do it turns out they're nice enough people they are also interested in uh, whatever's <laughs> happening here and I never I never noticed yeah <laughs> what video games were you putting all this money into until well the freebie came along. Right. Well, in high school, it was Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. And um, what else did I? I was really, I like Cubert. Cubert was and, good. Uh, and then. So you like climbing you Crystal levels. Castles? <laughs> Which one? Crystal Castles. Crystal, I never did play Crystal Castles. No, it was, uh, I like Dragon's Lair, Dragon's which was, was that first Laserdisc mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Remember, remember that, that one? one. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the time travel one? That was the first hologram game. And I believe oh. the last hologram <laughs> game because yeah, the technology know, well, wasn't ready. I, I, I split my time basically between LA and Vegas. So I had access to places like Circus Circus where right. 
if a game existed, Circus Circus probably rotated through their state of their the art two or three arcades. Yeah. So yeah, I think I do remember the time travel game. I think it was like a buck to play, and it was a complete ripoff. It was a complete ripoff because the the it didn't work. The joystick <laughs> stuck, and it wasn't. Remember, Dragon's Lair was all memorization. Yeah, right? it was all up, down, right, right. Left, yeah, yeah up, exactly. Up, left. So this thing, which was dun, 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 it was like a bubble, and then uh, you were a futuristic dude who had to go back in time and save. Uh, a certain woman from uh, to make sure that the queen was born a uh, hundred years later. So um, fair enough, right? And so you as went as you do in video games, as is your <laughs> want. And so um, I remember him being a cowboy at one point, and then yeah, and then he, um, but he never would never fire right. It was oh, it was, it was the biggest ripoff. The one the game that I, I loved when I was little is the um, the uh, the one where it was the gunfight, but it was filmed. Yeah. Yes. It had, it had the. It, it had, had a the, dude. It had, it the had light, a man. It had the light uh, mm-hmm. gun, so that you could really shoot yeah, a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was is totally like it was like being Ma- in Knott's like Berry Farm. Mad Dog McGee, right? That does sound Mad Dog something. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, but it was before that. They okay. had one out before, but I, but I, yeah, very similar, very okay. similar. But uh, yeah, I probably. Well, I, I can still remember when I was when I, I was really broke and probably like 11, 12 years old, maybe. And w- w- there was a Smith's Food King on Maryland Parkway in Vegas, and someone had it must have been a tech or something left two hundred credits on <laughs> on a Donkey Kong game, and I played. I'm gonna say I played enough that I, I walked away from it. I probably played 150 games of Donkey Kong. Oh yeah. man, I know that's that's great though. Remember the Did you know the Galaga trick where you play? We Gal- slap the. Was that where you? You have to wait. Oh, uh, so that the, the the then they never fire. Oh no 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 no! Because Galaxian, a, right? Galaxian, the old Galaxian machines. Um, there was a spot where if you if you wrapped it hard enough mm-hmm. with, say, an ashtray, which is usually handy, in, <laughs> totally in handy in the eighties in casinos in Vegas, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, it would give you credit. It would trip the coin. Oh really? Oh yeah, the Galaxian machine at the Union Plaza in Vegas had a scar and dent. From in the exact same exact, spot. Yeah, it was the sweet spot. It was like <laughs> it was like apparently early versions of the Hind helicopter. Um, they put the red star over a main hydraulic line so the Mujahideen could just target that. That is a dorky same reference thing. that I do not understand. What reference is that? Well, Hind, uh, Russian Hind attack helicopters. That's an actual helicopter. Yes, yeah, the Hind D is a the big Russian. Red I, Dawn I in went, Red Dawn. Yes, the the helicopter that attacks them is a mock up of a Hind. Oh, okay. So so in the early models, if you aim for the red star. You had a good chance of hitting a hydraulic line and knocking a helicopter out. They moved wow. after a while. You know the thing about the Russians? Half of them, super smart. Half of them, super dumb. <laughs> Did you remember that? Remember when the wall fell and uh, and our NASA guys talked to their space dudes and uh, our space guys were like, we have this great pen that writes out in space. And the Russian guys were like, yeah, wow, that is great. We've been using pencils. <laughs> and you're like, what? And because uh, we, uh, the United States spent a million dollars in 1955 or whatever to develop a pen that would write in zero gravity, and they the were Russians, using pencils. The Russians are like salvage one. The Russians are totally like Andy Griffith built a spaceship in his backyard. Yeah, yeah. I knew a guy who was uh, he was Polish um, and grew up behind the wall. And he could fix anything. Holy smokes. He was a mess and shoplifted well into his 30s. And you were like, dude, you don't have to. It's America. And, uh, but, and you're a grown-up man. So, uh, but he, like, he would get, like, 
mopeds that were beyond the guy lives in Minneapolis um, at, at the time and uh, I lived there and he he could build a moped out of nothing right. and then all of a sudden you had a moped and who doesn't <laughs> want a moped granted in Minneapolis you could drive it like six weeks a year was, but yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's awesome he was amazing yeah, but I think the I think well because I mean Cuba's the same way they've been driving those same fifties you know, oh cars, cars since for, the fifties since right. the fifties it's like poor bastards yeah you think we're ever gonna open up Cuba I hope so I think so I yeah. think we will the, the other uh, the other crazy person I met when I lived in Minneapolis was this guy who um, wanted he came from a very wealthy you know sort of richy rich upper middle class family in in Minneapolis and he wanted to go mad. To see what that would be like. <laughs> he wanted to go mad. And he was 18. And so he took PCP. And guess what? You go mad. And uh, so he went mad. And uh, and got... Uh, he had a lot of tattoos. And he had a tattoo of a train. Choo-choo! Around his neck. And the smokestack was where his ear was supposed to be. So he sawed off his own ear. Sawed off his own ear. Put it in a jar. And would wave it at yuppies. Back in the, uh, wow. the late so 90s. So he did go mad. Yeah, he went completely mad. And uh, you could talk to him like once a month. And he worked at my day job. Yep. What? Yep. He had a job. He was he what? wasn't there for a long time. Now, but, when you uh, say you could talk to him once a month, like did was there a sign up sheet? Uh, oh, <laughs> like was it like an open mic? He would just it he would a, hold up a finger. He would hold like, up a finger, and you would have to come back. I'm taking calls. I'm taking I'm taking <laughs> right. questions on the fourth. <laughs> See me on the fourth and the twelfth of this month. I think I'll have uh, my shit together. I'm sorry, I, I can't take it today. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> today's not a day when I'm uh, I'm talking to people. Maybe he had a window. Maybe he had like the Lucy the Doctor's in thing from Peanuts. No, coulda, coulda. Maybe that was his. Whatever it was, Madman is in. You know what? He didn't have a job. His friend had a job oh. at uh, Northern Sun Merchandising. Hippie T-shirts and posters and whatnot. If you want to, it's a catalog business. Uh, and uh, sundries. Sundries. There is a, a golden opportunity to make your own bumper sticker, people. Anyway, so um, but somebody's he was somebody's friend, uh, and it was always it was it was uncomfortable three out of five times when you. Well, so he managed that. He managed to actually push himself over the edge into madness. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Because I've met a lot of people who've, you know, dropped acid and done a bunch of weird stuff, but... Yeah. Not... Was he... Did he continue self-medicating with PCP? Is that why his... I don't know if it was PCP, but he was obviously... He was on board. He was the kind of guy that if... Yeah, at a party when you hand him something, you wouldn't even ask what it was. Right, right. He would just take it and then go, what was that? And you're like, oh, (laughs) interesting. Pretty sure that was right now. Huh. Hmm. No, I... Yeah, I... That is commitment. It is commitment. It's commitment to slacker lifestyle that makes you want to go, ah, oh, your parents paid for college. Oh, sweet. <laughs> you obviously didn't really have to have a job ever in your life, did you? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I think that that's... See, I learned from after school specials when Helen Hunt went out the window. Don't mess with PCP. Man. Was she on PCP or was she on LSD? PCP. I think it was PCP. Was it, it was Helen, Angel Dust? Was it, was it Helen Angel Hunt? Dust. Yeah. It was yeah. Angel Dust? Angel Dust, Okay, yeah. that's PCP, right. my friends, huh? Right? right. Hmm? It's, you know, I was talking to my stepmom the other day, and uh, this is my current favorite story, because I called her on, like, Christmas Eve and I to see if she'd gotten my Christmas present, and I forgot that you don't want to call my stepmother after, of 35 years, uh, after 8 p.m., because <laughs> either she's in bed... Which right. I thought she would be in bed, and then I would leave a message. Uh, or she's awake, and she's drunk. Right, right. And you're like, ah, oh, damn. It's a crapshoot. <laughs> so, uh, and I was going off to do a show uh, Christmas Eve, and she gets vaguely religious uh, when she's drunk. And she was like, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I was like, ooh, I gotta go. I'm at the theater, Nance. <laughs> anyway, but um, my favorite.
favorite thing was um, we were talking. She was complaining how there were no, like the old Christmas classics weren't on television. She's right. like, we're trying to watch Christmas. There's no Christmas movies on. And I said, did you try Hallmark or Lifetime Channel? They're- or any of the five billion cable channels that show those things. Right, constantly. but she was like, right. Lifetime, those are the worst. It's not, they aren't real. I want to watch the Bells of St. Mary's. She was, and then she paused and she goes, it's not that I don't want Judith Light to work. <laughs> <laughs> she name checks Judith Light. Who doesn't want? I'm always happy when I see an episode of Law and Order. Where she's, she's the judge. I'm just, you know what? She's got to keep up on the mortgage, man. Hey, and no, Judith everybody's got to. Everybody's got to make that car payment. Exactly. No, no, I'm, I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm stoked. I, there are, there, are, I, I have to say, there is a significant. A chunk of, of people I don't know personally that when I see them come on TV, I go, oh, it's nice to see <laughs> right. Eddie Deason getting work or whatever. <laughs> or Eddie, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, oh, oh hey, check him out. <laughs> There's hope for all of us. <laughs> We're exactly. all plugging along. I want to be, I want to be that guy. But it really does. The, 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 I, we may have talked about this on the show before, but um, it pisses my wife off. We have TiVo and. I will stop and go back in commercials if there's someone I know in the commercial. Oh, right, right. Yeah, to yeah, show. Yeah. 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 And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that guy. I was watching a really <laughs> old episode of uh, Warehouse 13 because uh-huh. uh, I like cool television. No. Wait, and- it's only been on for like a season and a half, right? How I know. Is and- what a- oh, boy, back and on nine. But we, we got nine episodes that we haven't watched oh, yet. You're back, you're and, uh, and we're just backed up. Yeah. And, uh, and it was uh, Maria's um, Black Friday. Target yeah, commercials. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, we got to watch this. Even though, guess what? I've seen them all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But I, you know, it's nice to. No, no. Well, it, it, she we... went to the trouble to lift canned goods with both hands and the plastic <laughs> things. Absolutely. I'm going to watch it. No, no. I, and I, uh, the, those are, those are, well, and, um, and uh, uh, um, what you call it? Uh, oh, every, every, uh, every time it comes on, I, I always do this. And uh, it was a uh, part of clued me in that it was, uh, What's her name in the uh, flow in the progressive commercials? Oh, oh it's yeah, Stephanie yeah, Courtney. Yeah, yeah, Stephanie Courtney. I, right. I, I totally she, blanked her name. She's yeah, yeah. Mad Men on season I know. one. I know. Just season one though, and yeah. uh, but she loved. It. I mean, how cool is that? Where she was yeah. just one of the operators. And Delaney, yeah. Delaney did a commercial. Rob Delaney with her. With her yeah. yeah, you know. And so every time it comes on, I do the part of what do you got there? Stephanie Courtney, a lot of eye makeup. <laughs> it kills me every time. Every Tish. time. Is gonna divorce me. <laughs> Eventually, oh, the that's gonna be in but the, the. But the thing is, is uh, there's there's uh, there's jokes like my uh, my husband will tell me a joke fifty times in the hopes that I laugh at it seven <laughs> times, and then the other forty three times he will laugh at it and go ha next time <laughs> next time. I was like, yeah, you hope. I, I was at uh, <laughs> I was at a New Year's party and I actually got a laugh out of my wife, which is a rare occurrence. Yeah. How long have you guys been married? We've been married uh, two years. We've been together for like five. Yeah? Yeah. And you still can't get her to... Is it just she's, a... she's from a dour and taciturn family. <laughs> <laughs> Wasp. Daughter of the American Revolution. What's no, that no, no. She's... Uh, no, no. It, 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 she just does not laugh. Well, let's not... Is she it. laughing inside? She is laughing inside. <laughs> Sometimes she's laughing. laughing inside at you. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the last the last book show I did, she she actually came out for that show and was sitting in the front row, best thing ever, not laughing at my jokes. Excellent. Yes. I don't approve of that. I See, do not at least she stays and watches. My wife when I play a show gets so nervous about me playing, she can't watch. Because she's a musician. 
Right. 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 But uh, my and brothers. If, if Tish was a, if Tish was a comic, I'm sure she would sit in the back of the room, not laughing at my jokes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my my uh, my family does not come uh, to see me on a regular basis, right. and um and my brothers are always like, well, what if you don't do well? And I'm like, <laughs> thanks for that vote of confidence, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 I certainly don't want them sitting in the front row. Because, oh, yeah. uh, but you know, my sister-in-law, my nieces and nephews, they always want to come, and I'm like, you can come, but you got to sit behind a post. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell jokes about your your dad, essentially, <laughs> and so feel free to hide while I do it, because I don't want to see your faces. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. Well, I got a lot. Of, I got some good crowd work out of her now. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. about halfway through my set, I just I had to say something. I had right. to say something. Yeah. I, I did a show in uh, um, in Minnesota, and my brother was dragged there by his wife, and he, there was only ten people in the audience, and so he was sitting in the front <laughs> row, and I did one of my jokes, and you know he's sitting in the front row. There's nine other people in the audience, and he's watching me, and he goes, "Is that is that true? That's funny." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, it is a true, and B yes, you will see a pattern, my friend." Mm-hmm. The idea here is that I come up with things which may or may not be true, but are all designed to amuse. They are designed. Now, is. Do you know if they've heard your um, CD? Um, I know they have not. I've okay. given them to them because everybody deserves rebuttal time, right? Yeah. And the only person who I think may have listened to him is my dad, because my dad loves to be talked about, and he loves. And he told me I did. I have a solo show that I haven't done in several years, and um, and I need to. I actually want to redo it, but uh, the. He has a tape of it, and he said, "Was it a couple of years ago?" He called me and he said, "Yeah, I missed you, so I put in that tape of your solo show." And I said, "Did you miss me, or did you miss me talking about you?" Kind of both, kind of both. And uh, he's he's a piece of work, I have to tell you, because um, New Year's Eve, uh, I was reminded of my favorite New Year's Eve, which was when I was probably twelve, mm-hmm. and my sister would have been fourteen, and we were allowed for the first time to stay up as late as we could. And uh, we're the youngest, so we were home alone watching Marx Brothers movies mm-hmm. until like 3.30, 4 in the morning. That sounds like a fine New Year's, even now. Even now. I want to do it next year because I'm done. Dude, what a yeah, good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. And so uh, my dad, come, they come home at like 3.30, 4. My mother, my stepmother, hammered, trashed. Well. And it passes, weighs 11 pounds. She's <laughs> had like three drinks, and so she goes and passes out. And my dad, who I've never seen drunk before, was drunk. And he goes, let's go to breakfast. Let's do it. Let's go to breakfast. And I was like, yes. Yep. Yeah. And my sister's like, he's drunk. He's dr- I'm not sitting in the front. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'll sit in the front. And so we go. And we don't go to breakfast. We go to a bar uh-huh. where he wants to glad hand around and sure. meet some ladies because he's a mover. And, um, <laughs> and I'm 12 and she's 14 and my sister's getting furious. And we sit down. And it's five in the morning now, and we sit down to breakfast, and I remember they had the biggest fight about the nature of respect between (laughs) uh, parents and children, and that discussion still going on today. (laughs) Between the two of them, they're out of their minds. Nice. Nice. Drunk, Drunk parent breakfast is the best thing ever. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom used to come home, and and, uh, we'd go to, like... uh, McDenny's or what have you. And Just have, half of the bag, and she'd be like, get in the car. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go to 3 in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, 8. 8, sweet. Yeah, go to like Denny's. And, and the funny thing is, is, is I, 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 can, I can hold my liquor. I don't drink too much. But uh, I have, 
I, I probably will wake my daughter up when she's a little older in the middle of the night and go have breakfast. Because it is it is kind of awesome. The drunk part, meh, a little scarring. But a little having, scarring? But, but, having, kind of but a, having like awesome like waffles or something in the middle right. of the night. Like mm. in the middle of the night with your dad and your and just like a, a parental kind of one-on-one yeah. yeah. at five in the morning or four yeah. in the morning where you're like, nobody's up. Yeah. He must really love me. Right, right. We're somewhere out. And uh, it's just the three of us. Because yeah, yeah. he would only usually talk to our brothers. So, because uh, <laughs> uh, I have four older brothers and my sister was born. And as my grandmother likes to say, finally someone to take care of the boys. And my sister was like, uh, you're out of what? your mind. I'm not taking care of anybody. <laughs> at that point, it's just enough to get out of their way. Exactly. Yeah. See, I, I was having a conversation with my wife about this. I have three sisters, um, and the oldest was often put in charge of us younger three, me being the only boy. I don't feel like there should be any time a child is put in charge of the other children. <laughs> it's, it is kind of like the prisoners guarding the prisoners. But not only that, I feel, and, and Jackie, you can um, <laughs> testify to this, which whichever way you believe. I just feel like it screws up the dynamic later on in life. Oh, yeah? Because like the bossiness continues? I feel like, yeah, I feel like my oldest sister is somehow still in charge. Oh, yes. Let me tell you something. Uh, I still get bossed around by all of them. And, and as the youngest, the only thing you can do back, judge. That's what I do. I judge back <laughs> up. Silently. And it's like, I oh, am. Yeah. yeah. Excellent life well, choice. Well, I, I have... I have three half sisters, which are significantly older than me, and I didn't grow up with. And I have three stepsisters, which are most—they're all older than me. But but the, closer the youngest to age is or? closer. Yeah, I mean, if, if we were, if if my stepsisters were were around more, it would be it would look normal, right? Like, like my youngest stepsister above me is a couple years older than like me. two, two and two kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but they didn't—they weren't around much when I was growing up. So I I, I experienced my youngest stepsister more than anybody else but everybody they, the other ones were adults when right my oldest brother's 10 years older than i am mm-hmm. and then uh my second oldest brother's eight my third oldest brother's six <laughs> my fourth oldest brother's uh four and then my sister's two years older than me and yeah. so um everybody got to boss me yeah, yeah, yeah. and it yeah. didn't and but the thing is is everybody assumed that someone was watching me <laughs> and no one was watching me, right, right, right. so it was. It's uh, it's kind of ridiculous to the fact where I love to get stories from them because they have an entirely different experience. Because my mother died when I, let's talk about it. Let's bring, uh, bring it down. Let's, let's bring it down. Uh, she, when I was seven, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so my bro- oldest brother was seventeen, right? And uh, I have almost no memory of having a biological mother. Right. Very little memory. And um, he remembers this woman who raised him right, uh, right. poorly, but raised him. But was still there. Was there. And, and was um, extant. Was extant? <laughs> yes, she uh-huh. existed. Oh, she, you, yes, indeed. I was like, oh, I've seen it written. I've never heard it spoken. <laughs> well done. And, uh, <laughs> and, but she, so, but I love hearing stories of like, like, because Terry was the golden child. Mm-hmm. And then when my dad left, uh, the youngest of my older brothers, Russ, once said, "You know, when 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 Dad left, there was a there was a leadership vacuum. A leadership what was he Al Haig? Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge. It's that's exactly what Russ thought that uh, Terry ought to do. And he was like, and and Terry dropped the ball. Terry didn't Terry didn't fill that leadership vacuum. Didn't take advantage of that. And I was like, 
Oh, he took advantage of <laughs> because uh, he got laid. He got laid all the time and pretty much did drugs and met ladies. Yeah, and right. um, just didn't he didn't step up and and take upon himself the mantle of leadership of fatherhood yes. is what. And I was like, You're well, the man why? in the house now, little man. Exactly. Well, why didn't Russ? He was eleven. Chop chop. Yeah, right. yeah. Why don't you fill that leadership vacuum? <laughs> because now we admit that Russ is a dick, but he is very funny, and uh, <laughs> so you. But which my, goes a little ways to mitigate the dickish. Right. And what I love is my brother, Phil, who's second oldest, he said that this happened when he was like five or six years old. He had glasses from a very early age. And he says he remembers dropping a glass of milk and literally looking up at the Lord and going, why, God, why? And he says he heard God say, get used to it. And I was like, are you sure that wasn't Terry? Who was also a dick. And Terry would have been like seven or eight. And he was merciless on Phil. So, I mean, I don't know. They're out of their minds. As revelations go, I think that's probably the best. If it is is a divine revelation. If it was a divine intervention, you were like, that's not the worst thing. Walk it off, pussy. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Ridiculous. Man. Mm Mm-hmm. Jacques-Romain Georges Brel was a Belgian singer-songwriter. He composed and recorded his songs almost exclusively in French, although he recorded a number of songs in Dutch. The music on this episode is his song, Jackie, released on his 1966 album, C'est I don't know French. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Uh, you can hear English versions by Scott Walker and Momus and Mark Almond. For more information, go to Wikipedia, I guess. Let's rejoin our conversation with our Jackie, Jackie Cation. We were talking about games at some point. Um, sure. As far as games go, yes, my go. grandfather was in, in Phoenix, the, the vending business, and actually, oh. and I'm a little confused about this because I, I, I don't know if his company actually built the big old boxes that the technology went in or he was only responsible for placing the video games in places but we had video games growing up like arcade sized video games growing up so really i got to play defender i hate you <laughs> you're you were Pac-Man. like live silver spoon yeah man. Totally. exactly exactly oh. the only thing that was missing was uh, a little train and, and alfonso Rivera. i was gonna say alfonso Rivera. no you had him right it's, it's <laughs> phoenix you could probably find one phoenix <laughs> so was your grandfather uh do you think he was mobby you know, because if he was Mobby, he was in charge of placing, and if right. he wasn't Mobby, then he's probably just ended up building the boxes. I mean, he was a tough dude. Like, okay, he got jumped once, and it really was more of an attempted jumping because he took him out. Took, took him out, all three guys. Yeah, wow. This is at least the 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 story and and family legend. You know, sure. Um, I mean, he, you know, we were. I think dudes were tougher back then, anyway. Yeah, that's true. Somebody yeah. could take a punch <laughs> back then. Well, my uncle George. There's all these stories about him when he was old. I mean, like, you know, in his 60s, going to these bars and picking fights with younger dudes and kicking kicking their asses. I'm tapping on the thing. Yeah. Um, Which is a James Garner movie uh, that uh, Blake Edwards did called Victor Victoria. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. That's right. Get out there and read it. Read it. Watch Watch it. it. Or either find the script. Find the script. Find the shooting script. Or just or just the read annotated the book. shooting script. Read the outside of the you know they have the novel that it was based on the novelization. Of Who's that? Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, Robert Preston was in that right? 
Uh, Robert Preston was in that. Nice. And the last Starfighter. That's and right. the Music Man. Mm-hmm. Always good to see him working <laughs> in those latter years. The, exactly. This last Starfighter. <laughs> trying to remember which one Last Starfighter is because I mix up Star Flight Fighter of the Navigator sometimes. Last Starfighter is the one where, where he plays oh, right. the video game and gets gets that's the the, the he's recruited. Recruit, that's not Flight. Okay, Flight of the Navigator is just the kid. And Flight of the Navigator is lame, dude. I'm okay. going to discuss. Last that. Starfighter holds up. It holds yeah. up for craptasticness. Yeah, 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 it really Cause, does. Because there were those, there were those like those like B minus tier of. Sci-fi, sci-fi. Because there was like that one with uh, was it Battle Beyond the Stars? What was that? That was um, oh. I think that was John Boy Walton was in that. One. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good um, job. <clears throat> um, what was the premise? Was there a battle beyond the stars? I think it was there was a battle of some kind, and it took place beyond the stars. Wow, that's crazy talk. Did uh, you see? Because Starman, I think, came out the same time. It might not have come out the same year as Last Starfighter. I think, uh, you know what came out the same year as Last Starfighter? I'm going to say Last Starfighter is like an 84. 84. I think you're right. Uh, Time Rider. Oh, which God. Is, did Time you see Rider. that? I have seen Time Rider. Where it's the motorcycle <laughs> I, haven't Time, I haven't seen Time Rider in probably 30 years. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no reason to see that again. That's a terrible <laughs> movie where a guy yeah. goes so fast on his motorcycle, he goes back in time, <laughs> and he's wearing a red leather outfit, and so they think he he's the devil. They oh, think wow. he's the devil. 1876. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? And then he has Why to invent go? gasoline so that he can get back to the future. You mean he has to go buy cleaning fluid, which is what <laughs> gasoline was used for oh. in the 1870s? Fun fact. Hi, how you know. doing? I, I'm, I'm well equipped to go back in time if I have to. All right. <clears throat> Wait, so who came first, Time Rider or Michael Jackson in the red leather jumpsuit? Oh. Mm, I bet Jackson, you Michael Jackson. Probably. 79, yeah. right? 80? Yeah. 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 Early 80s. I think Time Rider's mid-80s. Okay. No, Time Rider's 84. came out the same well, year. 84, 84. Yeah, well, it's mid-80s. Because, you know... Uh, that's, right. a one, that's one year Tr- off the ticket. Of it's a, The Last Starfighter, The NeverEnding Story, Tootsie, no, the and never Victor... Ending, Vic- never-ending boring. What? First one was nice. Don't be that's dissing. what we call it. NeverEnding Story is awesome. Well, also, the fact of the matter is, that was the time when we had one cable channel in my mm-hmm. apartment, and it was HBO, and they played The NeverEnding Story... Over and over. <laughs> Did they? Two was things. it never ending? It was. It was <laughs> interminable. Um, two things I hate to this day. Joan Armtrading, because they played, the video jukebox played one Joan Armtrading song over and over again. And HBO played Never Ending Story over and over When again. I started doing stand-up, I didn't have cable. I just got cable, uh, probably for the first time ever, probably five years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I heard back when cable was first invented that they used to shoot Beastmaster. Over yes. and over and over yeah. again, and That's I never right. saw I that. that. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, it was it was pretty much like well, we live in an apartment complex where they got HBO. They gave you HBO. That was oh, like wow. the Perk. cable. Yeah, and but but eventually, mm-hmm. Xanadu. They played that over and over again. And since <laughs> I am a heterosexual male, there's only so much Olivia Newton John. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if you're a lady. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I used to babysit for these kids, and the girl was totally into musicals, Mm -hmm. and her little brother was forced to watch, because she would get bootlegs of musicals from Broadway. And I remember sort of the end. Mm -hmm. He he was, because it was the last year, probably the last year I was babysitting for him, because he was 10, which meant she was probably 13. Right. And, um... She was like, you got to watch Cats. you got to watch Cats. (laughs) And I tried to watch Cats, and it was horrible. And I turned to Cole, and I was like, is this any good? And he goes... And he was just playing his DS or something. He goes, parts of it are good. 
<laughs> You're like, he had obviously seen it so many yeah, times that there were parts I'm that he would a... look up from his Game Boy I, and go, all right. I, my, my, my buddy Vic uh, uh, was a stagehand for years, and, and I mean, he Fiddler on the Roof, he still, to this day, <laughs> cannot. If you start whistling, like, if I were a rich man or something, <laughs> he will snap. He will have he will Just have pick up whatever's close and whip yeah, it at you. He will have some sort of PTSD <laughs> episode and be done. Um, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine being on one of those utterly banal, hor- like Jersey Boys or something, you yeah. know, horrible like that. Just make you want to kill yourself. See, I'm trying to imagine what the black market looks like of those dudes who would sell you the bootleg. You oh, know, right. Is it like a guy in a street corner with like a trench coat and he's got and like, a beret? Yeah. No, I, I mean I think it's got to go artsy at some point because you're like <clears throat> yeah. into the woods, selling into the woods here. Anybody into the woods? I got your wicket right here. I got your wicket. <laughs> You like Andrew Lloyd Webber? I got some good Andrew Lloyd Webber. I got chess. It's on sale. Like, like those guys, like, like those guys in New York. You know, they're just selling some pot or whatever. Yeah. They're like, you know, <laughs> music man. My comic book store dude uh, said that uh, one of the one of the pot stores was going to open up right next to him, mm-hmm. and the guy comes over to, him and uh, sadly, sadly, one of my own people, an Armenian gentleman, <laughs> comes over and he goes. You sell you sell cartoons here, huh? You sold because I sell the you sold the cartoons here, and I sell the and people they smoke they smoke the you know, and then then, then they come over they get the funnies, huh? The it's gonna funnies. be good. It's gonna be good. You sell the cartoons, and uh, Judd who owns Earth Two Comics is like, I gotta call the landlord. I'll be right back. <laughs> the funnies, yeah, yeah. Is the new little Abner and stuff? <laughs> Is the new gasoline alley in stock? I mean, it's like what? I don't. I think my grandfather, who was born in 1904, might have called it the Flames. <laughs> right. The I want to see the new compilation of Pogo. When's that coming out? Oh, When's God. that coming out? I to, like Pogo. I like Pogo <laughs> to Earth too. Um, at yeah. Una Murray, there used to be a group of us when I was working at that company. It was like every Wednesday, go eat at the Subway next mm-hmm. door, and oh, then yeah. we'd go walk down to Earth. Oh, too. see, perfect. Would have been perfect. You get the little. Yeah, and then you get the, yeah, the yeah, funniest yeah. and you go over to Subway yeah. and eat fresh. You just want to eat fresh. Yeah, <laughs> right, man. I don't mind eating fresh. Um, I go in. I go in uh, cycles with Subway, just because. I mean, eventually the bread just all makes you ill. Yeah. The, be- you the go, best oh. thing about Subway is it's not Quiznos. That's the best thing about. Subway. I don't like Quiznos. I, I loved pre-vegan. I, I loved Quiznos. I. You know what, Quiznos? It's one of those things where, um, I'm I'm like a sandwich purist. Like I, I I'm like the corned beef. Sandwich, the pastrami sandwich. Where's the best sandwich you ever had in your life? I should probably let you finish your first story before. Um, well, that's a, that's a good question, but I mean, I'm I'm like the I'm like yeah. the corned beef. Like a Reuben is getting overly complicated. It's like oh, you've, you've now you're put, a simple man of the people. You've now, I am, I am. Um, you, <laughs> I, I almost did like a Mussolini, like <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, but yeah, it's it's like meat, bread, mustard, maybe an onion. Okay. Um, and so when I go to Quiznos, mm-hmm. you really find out how little meat they put on their sandwiches. When you say, I want a pastrami sandwich, nothing but pastrami and mustard. And if you don't order like two extra orders of meat, you get a large loaf of bread with a few slices of pastrami. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Quiznos, mm-hmm. boom, done. Note to self. Uh, the best sandwich I ever had. Wait, where's the best sandwich you ever had? Um, I got to think about it. All right, Atlantic City. The only good thing about Atlantic City, the rest of it should be burned to the ground (laughs) uh, because it's a horrible place full of terrible people. I've only heard. It's terrible. It's it's, uh, between the elderly and the Jersey Shore people. You wanna uh, you want one of them to knife the other, and quite honestly, (laughs) I would probably doing it right now. 
Well, I over whatever. Uh, <laughs> it was the worst gig of my and uh, worst gig of my life, and I hated it. But should make a hell of a first. sandwich. Nucky. Which one? You should talk to Nucky. Who's is he on you Jersey watch the, Shore? The Boardwalk Empire thing. Yeah. Oh, you know I'd love. I don't have HBO, uh, but I do like the idea. I, you know what I really want to see though is that Treme. Uh, yeah. The marching band thing from New Orleans. I dig that show. No, I hate that show. Man, man I am a marching so band oh, dork. So I love a marching boring. band. Boring. Oh. Never ending. I tried. Boring. I really tried. Really, really tried. <laughs> Did you give it a shot? Boring. Run it up the Couple episodes. Yep. All right. Boring. Uh, uh. I can only make that sound. That There's no coherent argument here. See, I wonder if you would like The Wire then because it's the same. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Probably. Because the wire, you it's know, same same dude, David right? Simon, yeah. But here's the thing: I never made it through the wire, and people are always I'm like, not you seen ha- it. "I've uh, started doing the Shield." That's like I've just started watching the Shield. I I have uh, backed up a third season of Breaking Bad because wow. we're in season one of Breaking Bad, which is amazing, yeah. and it makes you want to cut yourself because uh, <laughs> it's super depressing. And season two, I ended season two, and I was like. Oh, it's gonna be okay. The kid's gonna be okay. And then I was like, no, no, not season two. Nobody's okay in season two. Let me just say that. (laughs) Season five, people might get their shit together. Nobody's getting their shit together in season two of a very successful series. (laughs) That is very disappointing. And uh, so I have been sad to start season three. Oh, you guys are in for some good TV watching, both of you. Between Breaking Bad and and The Shield and The Wire. Here's what I appreciate. Have you seen The Shield? Uh, I've seen parts of it. I, I Here, didn't get it. We're only like five episodes in. But right. here's what I appreciate about The Shield so far is the character, the main character, Vic Mackey. It's like somebody said, let's write a character that does the most aggro thing everything he does. Every time. Every single time. If there's Every a choice, situation. If the choose your own adventure book of Vic <laughs> Mackey's life, there's the ignore it or punch someone really hard. <laughs> I'll take the punch someone really hard. Oh, great. There's the sleep with a hooker or go home to your family. I'll sleep with a hooker. It's like it's like it's like somebody took Tony Soprano and took all like the redeeming qualities out any of Any sort of humanity. Yeah, any sort of, yeah. But he he seems to have some sort of human, you know, right. bits, but it's just like but he picks the worst thing to do. Right. You know, the the baddest thing to do, the most morally... He, he makes the wrong decision yeah. every single time? Right, 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 right. Well, not, I see. I won't say wrong because I don't know how things unfold, but I will say he makes what appears to be the most <laughs> I don't want to judge, <laughs> but Doug Stanhope, when given a choice, uh, will choose the thing that might not be best for him. <laughs> right, 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 right. Mark Maron, when given a choice between a woman who has... I don't know, age appropriateness, <laughs> and then a child. Uh, he will go with the child because mm. she is nubile and very, very pretty. And I don't begrudge him any oh, of that, absolutely. but uh, but obviously he will be looking into that <laughs> at some point, well into his 50s. I have no idea when that's going to happen, but I hope it all works out. Mark, I love you. Okay. He's all right. Best sandwich I've ever had. See, I think I think you have to break it down into categories. So what kind of sandwich was it? In, in, oh, my God. In, in okay, okay. let me talk about it. Yeah. First of all. On the boardwalk. On the boardwalk or off the boardwalk? To go off the boardwalk, everybody's constantly saying, don't go off the boardwalk at night because there's bad things that happen. I'm like, really? It it's, turns like that, out- it's like that, that alternate Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's, how that's how I always, oh, right. that's how I always, that's how I always picture 
<laughs> Everything that's off the boardwalk in Lansing. It's fine. I mean, I never uh, run nude through the Negro <laughs> streets at dawn screaming, what's going to happen uh, with money taped to my ass? So um, <laughs> uh, so I do live a little bit defensively. and uh, But I did, um, but it's called the White Horse. The uh-huh. White, uh, might even be called the White Horse Inn. I can't remember. Sinatra used to go there. Okay. But get this, on the boardwalk, the sandwich, as far as I can tell, almost as good or as good. Or, but I was starving so because I had forgotten to eat. So, um, get this. Um, when you go, speaking of qu- quantity, speaking mm-hmm. of portion size, uh, if you order a whole sandwich, and it's a cold cut sandwich, sure. it's an Italian, and it's um, plenty of meat, mm-hmm. and it is, if you order a whole sandwich, it is two footlongs. Holy crap. Wow. Right. So, what you want is a half of a half a sandwich mm-hmm. if you want to be delicate. Uh, I ordered a whole sandwich. Ate three halves of it and then ate the other half after uh, my, my show, uh, drowning my tears uh, in, uh, you know, salami. Anyway, but it was a cold cut sandwich, Hardcore. and all it is is cold cuts and uh, onions and oil and vinegar. Perfect. Yeah. I'm and all right with that. Hot damn. It <laughs> yeah. is good. It is the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. A good cold cut sandwich is a, is a good cold cut. Uh, well, okay. All right. So there's, there's, a, there's Mario's in Glendale that makes. Really good cold cut it, sandwiches? Italian sandwiches. Okay, yeah, wait, is that uh, in Glendale? Yeah, Glendale, yeah. California. Yeah, it's on, how far? It's on Glen Oaks, I think. Okay, Mario's. Yeah, um, uh, you know, obviously your your juniors deli makes a good corned beef sandwich, good pastrami sandwich. Was that here in the Los Angeles yeah, yeah, yeah. area as well? It's on um, the Canners is on Fairfax, and Juniors is on Beverly. Guess what Canners has? Really bad coffee. <laughs> Holy crap. And Jerry's Deli, really bad coffee. Jerry's Deli is just bad. Jerry's Deli has always been... Uh, I like a happy shake. <clears throat> Boo, Jerry's Deli. No, <laughs> I mean, they used to have a Jerry's Deli in Pasadena. Worst service in the world. Worst service in the world. We you know what's in- terrible? Is this new 50s deli, uh, 50s cafe. You know, there's the good one down on Santa Monica. Okay. Um, down, I don't know what that would be. Is that West LA? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of over so. by sort of UCLA a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah Westwood. Westwood Park. Westwoody, almost. And then, um, but so there's a 50s cafe mm-hmm. that used to be on uh, Van Nuys uh, near Ventura that has moved on to Ventura near that subway and comic book store. <laughs> and it is re- still mediocre. It was mediocre when it was on Van Nuys. And you're like, but now you have a nice new space where everything doesn't have to taste like a, a dead french fry. Did they at least <laughs> raise the prices? Uh, probably. We can only hope. It's still mediocre and the service is shitty, but at least the prices are really high. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, so, so I think, I think uh, for me, you'd have to divvy up what uh, what kind of sandwich. How about a fast food place? Is there is do you like a subway I, sandwich more than a Quiznos? Obviously, obviously right? yeah. So we, we we've established that. Um, uh, I, I'm a Carl's Jr. guy. I, I I worked at Carl's Jr. when I was 15 ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still eat there. Okay. So. The food's decent. Now, Bernie, you're yeah. a vegan. Yes. Where the hell do you eat? There's tons of vegan places in LA. He forages for scraps and nuts. <laughs> and constantly. I mean, and, and even also, I mean, my wife is a great cook, so she makes most of what we eat at home anyway. I haven't had any of her food, food, but uh, all of the confections and 
treats. Sweet treats are, are very good. Yeah. Oh, she'll, yeah. She'll do a sweet, a vegan sweet treat. Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. That's all they can eat is sugar and flour. <laughs> right, but no yeah. eggs and no dairy. I know. Right. Yeah, that's the thing is because I, I, you know, I, I'm just like, how do you do that without the things that you is required to make yeah. this food? Right. I mean, there's right, so, right. there's still. I'm gonna have a piece of fudge. <laughs> please, please have a piece of fudge. There's soy milk. There's egg replacer. So I mean, as okay. far as bakery stuff goes, egg you replacer. Know. Yeah. Egg replacer. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's everything from Hugo's Tacos in my neighborhood, which is Atwater Village. They have mm-hmm. vegan burritos. There's uh, oh, Follow it. Your Heart Cafe. Oh um, yeah, Follow Your Heart. Go there. Yeah. Isn't that uh, that's East? I mean West. Uh, yeah. West Valley, right? Yes. Yes. There's a little grocery store as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have mm-hmm. a cafe there, and they've been there for ages. Uh, Real Food Daily, a couple of locations you can go to. Right. Um, there's some Seventh Day Adventist. Uh, oh, in the Seventh Ray. Is I that? Vip used to. Um, Cook there years and years ago. Oh yeah, at that at that diner. The guy who has the PTSD reaction to um. Oh right, right. <laughs> the, mm. Rage issues. Into the seventh, you know, the seventh ray. ray has a picture of because it's run by um the Elizabeth Clark Prophet people. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. They believe the end of the seventh ray. They believe that there's um like religious properties to each of the um. Each of the, the, the visible color spectrum. Mm-hmm. And the seventh ray, the violet ray, is the most holy or whatever. But they have apparently, and St. Jerome, I think, is their People their patron believe saint. anything. It's <laughs> just crazy. It's amazing. But there's a they have a picture of Jesus, or St. Germain, not St. Jerome. Jesus and St. Germain, like the glad-handing promo shot. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus and like you know it's like hey kid you know, Jesus uh, you know Saint Germain big fan can I get a picture hey honey can you take a picture of me and Jesus together you know and it's totally can you paint this we're just <laughs> yeah, yeah, in here just for half an hour yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and, and, and that's all I can think whenever anyone thinks of, or mentions they know the seventh ray all I can think of is like glad having Jesus shot hey how you doing wow yeah so what do you guys think? Uh, the, the will the force be strong in Natalie Portman's baby? Speaking of religion, is the midichlorians. Twins, will she we... have twins? Will will there be midichlorians? I man, I'm trying to muster up any any sort of reaction to the whole Natalie Portman. I I still I, think of her as yeah. the Queen little Alabama. girl in in the professional. Yeah, oh, right. oh. Back when which she I never was hot. saw. I've never I've oh. never been <laughs> I've never been hot for Portman. Creeped out. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, well, she's always. Uh, here's my problem. <clears throat> the whole like um, Kira Knightley, Natalie Portman axis, mm-hmm. the Nita Sandwich axis, I, I get them confused because they were in whatever Attack of the Clones or whatever the hell movie, one of those damn prequels where she played one of the ladies in waiting and they looked like they look like. Sophia went, Coppola was one of the ladies in waiting as well. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> fun but, fact. But 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 I kind of went back and forth. We're like, ah, oh, you know, they're kind of, uh, 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 but I just I can't. Mm-hmm. Handmaiden. Handmaiden, yes. Handmaiden. Handmaiden. Great, great metal band from the 80s. Iron Handmaiden? Yeah. Man, I saw somebody tweeted that uh, that they were glad they were never in a band because they would have named the band Nazi Gold. And I was like, oh, that's a great name for a band. Or a really bad name for one of those late night um, <laughs> CD collections. <laughs> Nazi Gold. Yeah. You'll yearn Swing. for Lebensraum with this collection of our... Swing Heil. Swing Heil. That's right. Swing Heil. And it would have to be, it would have to be, like, it would have to be, like, um, like who who would host that? Because it would have to be an infomercial. It would have to be, like, uh, Martha Quinn and, like, 
some oh. aging, some aging, like, you know. Bruce Jenner. Let's pull him. What no, I was thinking some aging Nazi. Oh, were you thinking an aging <laughs> like Nazi? someone from Bolivia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, wow. all, no, all we have to do is bore into the hollow earth <laughs> and find 120-year-old Adolf Hitler. Oh, okay. Is that cool. where he is? Yeah. I thought he was in Argentina. No? No, it's no. A... There's also the theory Maybe that him and, and the reptilians or whatever are... Oh, aren't, right, aren't right. they in all that Snake hollow people? earth stuff? See, you as the host of Dork Forest, I would think, have heard this at some point. Like, some talk to a conspiracy. No, she doesn't uh, host crazy forest. Okay. You know what? The crazy thing is, is people have... The weird thing that people want to be on the Dork Forest, and, and then they're insane... Um, <laughs> I had one guy email me one time. He said, is racism okay? <laughs> As a concept or as a topic for... <laughs> I said, never. Not okay. And uh, and he, he was a crazy cat guy. And um, and in the subject line, it said, don't panic, but I'm not kidding. Is racism okay? And That's I said, a way to open the subject I'm line. panicking, and you can't... I don't know what to do with you now. And then I had to tape like two shows because I had him. He's a he's a uh, an Israeli apologist, uh-huh. uh, which is exhausting because he's yeah. an American. And I think to myself, I'm already being an American apologist. Who would want an extra country to apologize <laughs> for their atrocities? I was watching. Uh, I was listening to NPR, and they had uh, and they had. Um, they were talking about the stalling of the Middle East peace process again, as, as always. And they had a Palestinian, a guy from a university in Israel, and the American former ambassador to Israel, and the dude from NPR, and they were talking about stuff. And I, my grandfather's Jewish, and I grew up, I, I consider myself culturally Jewish. I'm religiously nothing, but... My grandfather, whenever You're dead to me, when, when, <laughs> whenever Yasser Arafat would come on TV, my grandfather would spit. I mean, that's that's the kind of like. You Did know, he step outside? Did no, he no, no. It was the it was the it, it was, was the, the gesture. Spit, Pita. You know, yeah. There you go. Um, and and it's just I am so I just really I just really want everybody to shut up. <laughs> that's awesome. really my because it's it's the let's same. go back in time to 1949 and say guess what the Jews can come to America that's what we're gonna that I would know never that happened in 1949 well that's why there's an Israel that's because right. everyone said no well it's really the Jews can't it's come really, to America let's go back to 1967 and say the Israelis are not aren't gonna occupy the Gaza Strip that's really what you need to say we could do any number of things yes, let's, as long as we're going back five thousand why don't we years, just kill Hitler boom <laughs> and, why don't uh, we just kill Hitler you can't kill Hitler even if you want to Cage Baker the company novel Nah, Anyone? Nah. Little time. Let's do it. We do it. We can do it. Can't do it. We can do it. Come on. I think we could do it. I think we could do it. Can't do it. Worst See, case scenario. Doc and Marty weren't thinking big enough. It was like, oh, your hand's going to be broken. You can't play guitar anymore. They should have uh, solved world peace. Right. They solved world peace? No, they, they should have. Back See, to the future, too. Solved world peace is just not something that I think is an actual thing that you can say. <laughs> They should have created world peace. They should have found a method yes, in which yeah. to. That's what I'm saying. Promulgate so solve the world, issue of, yes. of world strife. Right, Is that right, what? Right. Yes. Right. By going back in time and and pouring bleach into the primordial pool from which all life spawns, so the <laughs> earth is a lifeless wasteland, and constantly at peace. That's like some, the seals. some sort of robot thing. Biological life is illogical and must be eliminated. <laughs> That's the Borg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of sci-fi, are yeah. you watching the new V at all? I tried to because yeah. I yeah. like that woman from she's from Firefly. Mm-hmm. And uh, right in the background. Yeah, mm, I probably. Run in, I run into I her at the post office occasionally. Say hi for me. I will. Excellent. Yes. Uh, I, I I've been trying to talk to Nate Fillion about mm-hmm. being on the Dork Forest. Yeah. And um, 
Essentially just retweeting. Because he knows Paul of Tompkins. I know Paul of Tompkins. Who doesn't? Yeah. I'm not completely insane. He's friends um, with uh, Acker and Blacker as well. Yes. Who have just who were just on my podcast. Yeah. And Jerks. You <laughs> Wait, we had him first, right? Right. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, they're great guys. Love, love yeah, them. Yeah, super nice. And, uh... I, I should tell my Acker, my Ben Acker story that killed me, killed me, killed yes, me. Yes, you should. So we're in this New Year's Eve party, right? And it's the theme is 60s Mad Men style thing. Mm. I walk down to the bar, and Acker's standing there under the heat heater thing because it's outside and uh, wearing basically what I'm wearing right now, shirt and T-shirt <laughs> and pants. And He just looks at me and goes, didn't read the email. Oh, really? I didn't read the email. And for whatever reason, delivery and just seeing him standing there, I'm dressed in a I'm dressed in a tuxedo. <laughs> My wife is, you know, dressed in her 60s, painstakingly assembled right, 60s clothes. Right. And he's like, didn't, didn't read the email. And the, how many times did he said that? Every time he saw somebody, he knew he was like, didn't read the email. Well, yeah, he, he he did. He did. <laughs> this is the part I like best. <laughs> but what? But then again, what's more 1960s than not reading an email? <laughs> Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, Acker. Yeah. Ben Acker. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's yeah, a great show. That, that thrilling adventure hour. That's good times. And someday I will actually make it <laughs> and see it every 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 month. month. I'm like, well, because with the baby, I get like a night out. Right. So usually, unless I'm doing like this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but um, uh, usually it's a Tompkins show. Okay. So let me extracurricular activities. Right. This this is you know I would rather do my. Thing and see other people's things, except for very rare occasions where we can go out and see a show or whatever. Right, right. Like I'm thinking, we're, we're seriously considering producing a book show just so we can go see comedy. Right, right. It'd be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome. It'd be nice. I did. Yeah. A, I I went to an open mic last night. Oh yeah, we're the comedy bureau guy. You know Jake Kroger. He uh, he writes a, a blog, which is essentially he has a full list of all the open mics in Los Angeles. He okay. has uh, a list of each day he does a comedy crawl thing of where the best uh, shows to go see that night. And then um, he does like a weird tip of the hat to different comics. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a Tumblr blog, Comedy what's, Bureau. What's the guy's name? Jake uh, Kroger, K R O E G. Yeah. Oh, Kroger. Kroger. But I believe it's pronounced Kroger. And uh, he is, um, he runs an open mic. Mm-hmm. And he books two 15 minute spots. For people who want to just um, in an effort, right? Okay. And I went and I did it. It's at Senior Fish downtown. Oh, sweet! And it was first of all, there were forty comics there. Yeah. And good com like comics, they were fun to watch, you know. And uh, so it was nice. The only bad thing about it is that uh, you got to work a little harder to find parking than I did because I spent seven bucks. Holy uh, moly. You know, yeah, that's, my Rockefeller. We've, Come on. <laughs> open mic. We've been well. That's the thing is is it's it's I've, I've talked about it on the show before, but it seems like I've been talking about it more. Well, you know what? I talked about that party the other night too, because with the baby and this town and open mics, I just want to cut my throat most of the time. You know, trying to find stage time, or trying to find stage or time, or trying to find money to trying to find stage time. Well, no, um, driving across town for open mics, finding right. stage time. Getting on if there's you know I mean last time I was at UCB there was four billion since they moved the since they moved the show up to earlier in the evening they have an open it, mic over at UCB I've had for a long time Conroy runs it Sean Conroy oh okay when is it uh, now I couldn't tell you probably it's Friday night it was 
Like Friday at 11 or something? It was Friday at 11, but I think they moved it. I'd have to okay. look it up because I haven't done an open mic in a year and a half since the baby. Right, right. Since what kind of baby did you have? Human? I human, had a human baby? baby. Yeah, what? we decided, we, just, well, we thought about it a lot. Yeah, and you thought. We just have our cats. <laughs> um, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> Boy? Girl? Uh, it's a girl. Girl? What's her name? Matilda Quinn. Adorable. Oh, dude. Come I'll, on. I'll show you. For the listeners at home, I'm sh- I'm doing the dad thing and showing pictures of my incredibly adorable baby. That's it. Da, 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 and she's like da. 17 months, you say? She's uh, 19 months. 19 months. Almost two years old. There's some adorableness. Oh, my God. That's a good-looking kid. Do you tell me about it? Yeah. We've, always, we've had her on the show. Have you had her on the show? There's her. <laughs> what, passed out? Well, no. She was playing night-night. Oh, she, just playing night-night. Yeah. And she okay. put her shirt on. For those of you at home, I'm showing a picture of my baby laying on her blanket on the floor with her shirt on as a skirt uh, okay. over her onesie. All right. All right. She There's knows how to party. Shot. All right. There's a blurry shot. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. she's fantastical and... Uh, and it's nice. And there's a... Look at that. Huh? Nice work genetically. Mm, well done. Go figure. What's right. up with that? Come on. But uh, yeah, since the baby, you know, it's just been really... It's hard to get out? Yeah, it's hard to get out and it's really... For as soul-crushing as open mics in this town can be, it's just, I would rather spend time with my kid. Yeah. And do this. And do this as my creative outlet and write and, you know. Yeah. Twitter and. I babysat for my sister's uh, kids. Yeah. For four days and three nights. and Over uh, the holiday or? Um, kind of around Thanksgiving. Okay. And they're three and nine months. The girl's wow. three, the boy's nine months. And they hadn't really gone anywhere, her and her partner. And I was like, of course, of course, I would love to spend three days. You've got to help me out, though. you got to have people who put the kid, who have babysat for the kids help me with bedtime. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and she also has daycare during the day for most of it, except for when the boy is teething and uh, has a fever and then isn't allowed at daycare. Right. And uh, so I slept for about 11 hours in three days. Oh, and three months or nine months is, is a tough time. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I don't know how you do it. I know why you do it. They're adorable. Holy smokes, they're adorable. But uh, the, I, all I wanted to do was cry and drink. The how and why is your brain has chemical changes that it goes through. That just like you know, if you're you know impregnated by the pod people or whatever, mm-hmm. your brain goes through changes that makes it okay. <laughs> For some reason, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. you love the kid and the kid is awesome. Yeah, yeah, the kid's awesome. Yeah, I'm on board. But I mean, um, it's 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 a it's a way deeper kind of it's that's the kind of the the you'll understand kind of thing, um, and it is but it's really tough. It's very very tough. And we yeah. had it we had it really hard early on. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know she's and and here's the other for for those of you who listen to our podcast for parenting tips, um, <laughs> my wife is completely OCD and the jackbooted thug of routine. If you get a kid into a routine. She, you know, with very rare exceptions, what time is it right now? It is It's 5.48. Uh, Tisha's probably been home for about 15 minutes. The baby's probably eating right now. Mm-hmm. In um, 15 minutes or so, the bath will be started and the baby will be in the bath. Then there will be some story time and playing until approximately 7 o'clock when the baby will go down. This happens every night. It puts the lotion on the skin. It does this whenever it's told. I mean, and it really is kind of... Um, you know, it, 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 she expects that, and her and and the you know, I think routine and coming from a household that had nothing akin to that, it's very comforting for kids. Mm-hmm. And if you get your kids into a routine, boom, it's it's as easy as it's ever going to be. 
Right. You know, then you just worry about them. Who doesn't love structure? Kids love structure. I swear to God. Yeah. But that's the secret. Ultimately, is is and and but you got to be an a hole about it. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to. Hey, it's time to go to sleep, and I know you're yeah. calling. And she's she's just now getting really articulate. Mm-hmm. So it's like now we'll put her down or like sweet dreams and close the door, and then you'll hear, Daddy, Daddy. And I'm it's bored. Like going well, she just wants someone to come in. And yeah. Talk to and right. hug and whatever, and it's just like, and you go. Oh. <laughs> You know, because she's gonna go to sleep in ten minutes. And if you go in there, she will know you go go in there when you call dad when she calls daddy, right. and you're screwed. Yeah. So, because they're wily, them kids. They're wily. I got fourteen nieces and nephews. Yeah. Uh, Dodged a bullet. That's <laughs> twice as many as I have. You got now, seven, and they all come from the same mom. Yeah. You have one that <laughs> serious. One sister who has, has seven, seven kids. Yes. Well, that's, I have at least have five siblings. Okay, yeah, so it's more spread out. Seriously. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Seven kids. Catholic? What's happening there? No, it's a Reformed Baptist. White trash. White trash? (laughs) (laughs) Take it back. Uh, Just WT. No, they're Reformed Baptist. They're like Duggars, kind of. You know the Duggars? Duggars? The Duggars. The The uh, 18 kids in county or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Except not. TV show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, except I'm, not that extreme. A little Lizzie watching Fringe. Oh, <laughs> uh, Fringe. So I had an argument. You know, I actually I had an argument with a friend of mine about Fringe. And he was like, Vic. As a matter of fact, Vic. I've talked more about Vic this episode than every episode previously. <laughs> um, he's like, Yeah, I, I tried to watch that show and and it, it, it just pissed me off and I stopped watching. And I'm like, Dude, I I liked season two and so I have sitting over there a disc for season one. Because I'm going to start over. Oh, oh so you, did you watch season one? I saw two episodes of season one because oh. my husband liked it. And then I saw most of season two. And I guess he's on three. They're on three yeah, now yeah, or yeah. four? Three. Yeah, I okay. think four. Maybe three and four is coming up. I don't know. Okay. Well, they're but doing I, the but weird I like split cool. season thing. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. And this is what I want to ask you about V, what you thought about the new V, because I'm a big fan of the old V. Right. And they had uh, the return of uh, Diana last night on the, the remake. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you see Hmm? Did you watch it? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane Badler. Jane Badler's back. Yeah, yeah. All right. And I never watched the old V. Oh, okay. The miniseries or the TV series? All of it. Yeah. All of it. I used to play V. Yeah? Yeah. Like Army? Mm-hmm. How'd right. that work? Um, well, someone would probably usually be the Michael Ironside character, and then someone would be uh, right. the Beastmaster. Talking about a guy who works, Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside's in everything. Yeah. He's yeah. one of those guys, uh, ubiquitous. Kind of mm-hmm. And he's Canadian. What's up with that? That's right. They're taking our jobs. It's <laughs> coming in, Kate, taking our character actor work. He's no Dabney Coleman. He's no Dabney Coleman. I, Dabney I, Coleman's in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. And I just watched Short Time the other day again. Oh, yeah? With him and Matt Frewer. Man, <laughs> I forgot how funny it was. He's the poor man's Gene Hackman. <laughs> Matt, Matt Frewer. Matt Frewer uh, doesn't work enough. No, I think last time thing I remember seeing him in was the Stand. I'm sure he's been. I uh, know was Watchmen. Who was he? In? Oh, oh yeah, 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 Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Matt Frewer yeah, played um, uh, Morlock or one of the dudes that. Uh... Were you a Watchmen fan? I you know I read the books. I might mm-hmm. have read them too soon. Uh, yeah. Like too late for me to be blown away, right. man, and um, too soon in my comic book lore. Yeah. For me to be blown away. So I was mostly just 
All right, uh, what else you got? Yeah. And um, and everybody shocked my mode. But I like I was blown away by Sandman, but I wasn't blown away by Watchmen. Well, my my problem is 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 I, I I just found my comic book collection when I was cleaning the garage out, and I find it every now and again. And I I, I remember myself being way more of a comic book fan than I actually was. Okay. And mostly because I didn't have any money. Right. So, so you were a would, fan, but you couldn't afford to buy any of it. Right. My yeah. mom my mom would like my mom would go to like used bookstores and then buy me like I would get like, you know, Scrooge McDuck and House <laughs> right. of Mystery. I would get like these grab bags of comics that were like, you know, random, random bags of whatever people And out of over. order and yeah. yeah. So you know, I just remember myself being much more of a comic book fan. But but when I was older going to college and, and doing archaeology and things like that. I had a friend of mine who was a huge, like, I mean, you know, a Brian Posehn, Patton Oswalt level comic book nerd. And uh, he acted kind of as my filter. Okay. And he would be like, read this. So I only read awesome comics. I read shitty weird comics when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Random comics. Right. Like, right. I, my, my favorite comic when I was a kid, probably a toss-up between, like, House of Mystery and G.I. Combat. Okay. I don't even know those. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I, I've been reading comic books for probably eight years. And, w- I mean, my husband is like Patton and Brian. Yeah. And the, I mean, like, look at this art on the walls. Mm-hmm. And um, and just, you know, the comic book. We yeah. have thousands of comic books mm-hmm. around this house. And I actually had to, about two months ago, I had a tiny meltdown about the comic books. <laughs> because I'm on board. I read them. Sure. I read them all. Yeah. And, um... They're fantastic because they're like stand-up yeah. because nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. They can be about anything. It's right, 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 right. Because nobody cares. They right. can be about rape. They can be about 9-11. They can be about right. mice who have tiny, tiny swords. It's all good. Mice Templar. Anyway, so um, it can be about <laughs> Chew where chicken is outlawed. It can be about um, Unwritten, which is where if Harry Potter were real, it's awesome. I mean, there's there's a thousand things it could be about, right? right. So... Uh, but they can't be loose in the house, stacked up and falling over. Right. Because yeah. that's sad for Jackie, who has a little bit of a clutter issue in the fact that I don't want it. And uh, so I said, you got to do me a favor to my husband. I said, you got to go through your comic books and three criteria. You can keep it if you think it's worth some money. You can keep it if uh, you think you will reread them. And then there is a nebulous third category where you can keep it if, for some other reason, you are you are drawn to keep it, right? Because you, emotional attachment, right? Some sort of attachment of, of, of a nebulous kind. And he has uh, since called out about seven hundred emails, uh, uh, comic books, and we still have three thousand comic yeah. books in this house, and yeah. that's fine. But then then we filed six months of comic books where I don't know how, where they go. <laughs> Here's what I can do to be part of the solution. Right. I can alphabetize them. I can bag them. Uh, so I bag them and I put them in A, B, C, you know, all done. Um, and I'm like, I've done my part. Yeah, that's hardcore, man. And you got to seriously help me out here with uh, putting this crap away. Because it's awesome, but I won't reread them. Yeah. So I'm more yeah. than willing to read them and throw them out. And guess who doesn't believe that that's okay? Any number of human beings. Holy, they're like... And when we brought the 700 of them to the comic book store, and Judd's like, so do you want me to go through them right now? And I, and I said, you can do whatever you want with them. Um, <laughs> and he said, no, when you're done going through them, 
will you throw them out or will I? And he said, no one's throwing them out. What? He said, I... I bound them up and I send them to libraries and hospitals and Walter Reed. And I was like, well, that's good. Absolutely. Uh, then. Please do that. He said, so. he said, well, what are you expecting? I said, anywhere between 12 and $30 uh, <laughs> in store credit will be fine. And he's like, okay, um, just leave them. And so I left bags and bags of comic books and hopefully yeah. we'll get some credit. You, you need to, you need to hook up with my wife and talk about clutter and, and things because I, I am the clutter person in my my house and she because you collect stuff I yeah, take it and yeah. uh, well I have like reference books and I have ga- my my games board have, games and or video games role playing games role computer playing games, games uh, um, miniatures okay things yeah. like that see I'm a reformed clutterer like I I've had that wean down on me burned out of you yeah the crack of the whip yeah <laughs> well it's I mean the thing is is I'm all for Keeping some stuff. Sure. You know, I mean, we have books. We have, I mean, Andy's got the guest room Mm -hmm. for his action figures and Mm -hmm. um, the Hot Wheels and all of his game gaming books. Like, he's got, I mean, all the D&D or half of the Mm D&D books are down there. He's got the Champions books in the other room and he's got, you know, whatever else is going on. And and then he's got his guys, like the little tiny action. But but I play D&D. Miniatures and stuff. Because I'm a dork chameleon. I will play whatever game you want to play. But I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily the committed. Right. Well, see, working in a game store, I started collecting games and I now have just a shit ton of games. <laughs> right. Is I there mean, is there do you still like to play board games and stuff like that? Or, again, or I don't stuff? well I used to I used to play um, you know, like whatever was being run at the time, D and D or Oh, like uh, in, in like some sort of Yeah, my buddy Phil's been running games on and off okay. for a billion years. But um I I haven't regularly gamed in I'm gonna say four or five years. Well, because uh, I don't know, like I never liked board games growing up because right. we only had really crummy board right. games, like Monopoly and Parcheesi, and yeah. the game of life was the best one. Right, and right, right. Because like, you could end up saddled with kids you don't want and, a and they were funny. Job and yeah, but, but there was some sort of um, yeah. But I have a couple of board games that are great now. Like my favorite board games are sort of this collective thing where you play against the game. Like there's a game called yeah. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think it, yeah, yeah. Where where you try to stop the pandemic and it's super hard. <laughs> and you usually die and it's awesome there's a Lord of the Rings game which is older where everybody plays as the hobbits and then uh, Sauron marches on the on the on the the, there's like a row of corruption or whatever Mm -hmm. and the hobbits march and somebody's and you always die and uh, they're super hard but they're great and then there was another one there's a new one called Small World which is um, like a fantasy like orcs and Mm -hmm. gypsies and fairies Mm -hmm. and whatnot Um, and it's like Risk yeah. But it's finite. Hello, 45-minute game. I like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I played Axis and Allies one time, and I left, oh, and I was like, does anyone else have, like, a tension headache? It takes, <laughs> as, long, it takes as long as World War II. And we were in <laughs> 1943. We had played it for six hours, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I got to go. Yeah, and they have expansion sets for that. And they have, like, and, and uh, see, this is the thing is, is is I spend a lot of my adolescence in at game conventions mm-hmm. working, running games and stuff. And... Man, Axis and Allies and Squad Leader. Squad Leader. Yeah. If you think Axis and Allies is fiddly, fiddly. Squad Leader. It was it Squad Leader where one of the guys had a special, like he had a special like long parts tweezers that he would use to move his stacks of counters. Mm-hmm. 
It's like you'd have stacks of like counters, like you know, like you were playing craps. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, croupier. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, Axis and Allies can take as long as World War II. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. Hi, this is Joe Wilson, and you're listening to Shaky Town Radio. So the podcast is Dark Forest. Right. And um, it's dorkforest.com or jackiecation.com mm-hmm. and Twitter and Facebook and everything in between. Yeah. Hey, my uh, my album, which came out last year, was one of the top 10 comedy albums on Amazon. Oh, wow. So, Congratulations. I was number five. And what's the title of that for the listeners at home? <laughs> it is never going to be bread. Never. Never. Ever? It's never going to be bread. Is it ever going to be bread? It's never, never. going to be bread. And you can get it for like eight bucks wait, on wait, Amazon wait, wait, wait. or what iTunes. What if we wait a while? Is it going to be bread? I'll tell you something about the band Bread. They are not a good <laughs> band. They make you want to burst into tears and roller skate backwards. It's, yeah. So you got any dates coming up? Yep. Well, um, I'm like this. I'm, I'm doing L.A. shows all the time, mm-hmm. so you should check my schedule. And actually, I just put a calendar up on my um, Facebook page, so a uh, Facebook fan page. But I'm doing Kevin Allison from the state. Oh, you're doing Risk. I'm doing Risk awesome. in L.A. Another on Friday podcast. the 21st. And um, and then I'm going to go uh, eat haggis at the Tam O'Shanter. Uh, that's not something anyone can take part in. <laughs> anyway, unless you like uh, haggis. Right. Uh, it's in walking distance from me. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's, uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> The last week, I have a benefit in Wisconsin, and then the first week of February, I'm at Acme in Minneapolis. So check, oh, so cool. check out your schedule. Check and, out my schedule, and, and come and see me do stand-up oh. in the comedy. with the and if, and if you heard about it on Shaky Town, I would be surprised, but definitely say that you heard about it on Shaky Town. Please do, and come <laughs> up and talk to me and say, Shaky Town rocks! <laughs> or Dork Forest, if you listen to Dork Forest, we're crying out go, 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 And go. you should. Dork Forest. <laughs> so Jackie, thank you so much for having us over. Thank you for appearing on the show. Sure. Appreciate thanks it. for having me. So at least thanks for your voice appearing on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, um, till next time, guys. This is Brody Foster Hubbard. I'm Gene George. And I'm Jackie Cation. Come on. Wait, wait, wait. My dad was a teamster. Hey. We have new zodiac signs. That's how weird things are. It's 2012, it's the apocalypse. The world's turned upside down, people. I okay, frankly, at this point, if you're not packing your pickup truck full of rice and beans and heading for the hills, it, the, the end times are here. That's all I'm saying. The end times are here.